Hey everyone, my name is Evan Bieber and welcome to Pop Rocks Interviews. This podcast shares conversations with up-and-coming or independent artists. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. All of these interviews and more can be found on our website at poprocksbk.com. Today, we're chatting with KTJ and Carly, a duo who write, produce, and perform all their music. They frequently combine influences of EDM and soulful pop into masterful storytelling performances. Over the past year, they've experienced incredible growth off the success of their debut EP, Identity. We got to talk about their song, Roller Coaster, where we see a different, softer side of KTJ and Carly. The track explores the intense ups and downs of loving someone unconditionally, despite the damage they may do to you in the long run. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm so excited to talk to you guys because I've been loving everything that you've been putting out. Um, and roller coaster is just as beautiful as everything that you put out before. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes, of course, of course. Um, I kind of thought. I mean, I was really interested. I know this is like a basic question, but since your music is made up of so many different genres, and you both grew up together, uh, you're twins. Uh, I was wondering what you guys listened to growing up. Um, growing up, we listened to a lot of R and B influences um i remember we and my our i mean when we were little little we would uh we grew up on like joni mitchell james taylor joss stone um and then you know as we got older we were like i like pop and you know but i i think that you know to those two and elton john and billy joel um kind of stuff that our family was like do this you know music like this so um, I think over the, the years, it's been a mixture of, of all of those. <laughs> totally. And, and it's like, cool. Cause I, I always love to find that out because, you know, like all of that it embodies like who you are as a songwriter, oh. singer, and, it, and your music has, is like a lot. It, it is, there's so much R and B with it and also pop, like you said, and soul and, and rock too. You have, you have some rock influences as well. Um, I was wondering when you guys decided that I read that it was at the end of high school is when you decided to kind of pursue um, joining a music, like becoming a music duo. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me a little bit about that, how that decision came to be? Yeah. So we were both involved in musical theater growing up. um, And, you know, when we were in high school, we were like, what are we going to do? I know it wants to be something about music, but what is it going to be? And so I started doing music production like halfway through high school and, I was going to go to college for that. And I was going to go to college for musical theater. Like we were on different tracks. We both wanted to do music, but it was just like, we wanted to do different things. And so um, it all happened so um, instantly. I feel like Um, it really all fell together. We met um, Sierra Road Knight, who was our manager um, at the time. And when we were 18 Um, and she was like, y'all should do something with this helped us develop she helped develop us and kind of bring to life what we had envisioned um because we knew nothing about the music industry so uh and still don't have the time (laughs) i mean it's a crazy (laughs) ever-changing world right um but yeah i I mean i never thought in a million years this is what we'd be doing but i'm just we're so so glad that this is what we're doing because it's It's a lot of fun it's so much fun and we love it and it's been a amazing journey so far totally did you i read that you did uh music the musical theater in high school did you think that you'd maybe 
do something with musical theater originally? Like, yeah, no, I um I went to Carnegie Mellon for three months and uh, for their musical theater program, but I did like a summer. I went there for this for like a summer, like an and intensive. Then, right? Yeah, and I and I have I applied to sixteen colleges because you like have to apply for a lot when you're doing really big schools because you won't get accepted anyway it was a whole thing and i i was like this is what i'm doing i'm gonna be on broadway <laughs> but you know like uh you know it changed and um i'm happy with uh where you know where it took me so of course of course and you know broadway will always be there but what you guys yeah, have going you guys have it so uh, you made a, a good decision <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> of course um, I also want to talk about your debut EP, Identity, um, which just came out last year, the end of last year. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's such a beautiful EP. Uh, I was wondering, what was it like writing that since that was, you had some singles before that, but I was wondering what it was like writing that as like your first project together. Um, did you feel like there was a lot of pressure or were you actually kind of more open and free about it? I was, I feel like the term of identity is so broad in the sense of like no like we were like who are we like <laughs> especially <laughs> with the pandemic we were like oh wait who are we like did you write a lot of fun to reflect, did so. you write it during the did you write most of it during the pandemic yeah most um, of it yeah there were like a few songs that we wrote before it started but um almost true and sell your soul which are like sell your soul is the first one on the ep and i don't almost know true the order, six but, i think yeah um <laughs> But we wrote those right before, so the rest were all during the pandemic. And yeah, I think you're right. Like the, we didn't feel any pressure writing it because um, there was so much to write about. We actually wrote a lot more songs that just didn't make the cut. Um, but I, we found like during quarantine, we were just really inspired a lot, just because there was so much happening in the world and we were going through a lot of personal growth and there was a lot of challenges as well and new things happening. And so, you know, we, in that sense, it really just kind of like flowed really nicely, I think. Um, but I, yeah, I, I was really, it was really a fun experience. I think that's it was where we grew the most as artists, um, both like technically and like spiritually, we learned a lot about music, um, a lot about producing and being more self-sufficient just because it was during quarantine. Um, but yeah, it, it's really like, we think identity is so special to us in that way, because it was not only season. is it like identity, it kind of is the journey of our, our growth as artists as well. So yeah, that's really, really special to write. Yeah. I find it so relatable also because it, it really is like, you know, everyone the, the pandemic is really interesting, obviously, because it's an, it's an experience that the whole world is going through. It's like a world trauma. And yeah. <laughs> and the, the, right. And the whole EP is is great because it's about like finding yourself and who you are and your own identity. And I think that we all were kind of going through that together. So listening to that is is cool because it kind of holds that place in time of like we were all trying to figure out who we are and we still are. Yeah, yeah we still are. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't just end. But yeah, I, I really love that because I find it um, so relatable and still relatable because everyone's really trying to just figure it out. 
Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that. No problem. Were you, do you, when you were writing, I mean, your work seems to be very personal. Um, were you thinking about at the time, like what uh, listeners would um, feel when they were, when they were listening to it? Um, yeah, I think that when we write, we write, I guess like we write it per, like it's very personal, but I feel like we try as hard as possible to make it um, a little more vague in the sense of that a lot of people go through this thing, like, um, like a universal sell your soul, feeling. for example. Um, not everybody is going to relate to that song because it's about people who, you know, move to LA and um, feel like they're identity the being taken away from them by, you know, society and stuff. But I think that we hope that people will find their own meaning in the song. So, um, you know, I think as, as far as that goes, like we just try to make it to where anyone can like make it their own in a way when they listen to it. But absolutely, I feel like art is very interpretive and we want people to interpret songs their own way. Like my sister, our older sister, every time she hears a song, she's like, this relates to me this way. And I was like, that's not how we wrote it all, but cool, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's the great part about music, right? It's like, yeah, exactly. And some of the, sometimes those like very specific um, songwriting moments are like the most special, you know, like, like classic, like Taylor Swift is like, writes like super specific yeah. lyrics that like somehow are so relatable. You're like, Say, I've never gone through like that. Olivia Rodrigo, like yes. she wrote Driver's License and like, it's the most specific song ever, but everyone is loving it. And so, yes, I'm yeah. like, yes, that's me. Like, I'm like, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a 16 year old girl, but <laughs> like that, I can totally hear that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yes, loved it. Um, well, then you guys moved on, you released Cherry Coke this year. Mm-hmm. And can you tell me a little bit about that song? Because that kind of changed um, directions a bit, right? Definitely. <laughs> I feel like after Identity and after all these songs, like while like they came from the truth, like I think truthful songs, are, <clears throat> sorry, truthful songs are the ones that resonate the most, I think. Yeah. And um, like uh, I, I, we wanted to, we didn't want to put a box around what we were doing kind of. And we kind of wanted to uplift, change it. Yeah, do something a little bit more upbeat, a little bit more, um, (laughs) you know, fun, I guess. And, you know, the rock world is kind of coming back into popular mainstream music. And so um, I when we wrote the song with Katie Buxton, we just wrote it with like a bass line. And I like from the top, we imagined what the song would go would be like. I was like, we got to add, like, like this is, has to be like a very, you know, rock song. I want there to be like a guitar solo in there and stuff. And so, um, but the song itself, when we wrote it, it's kind of about how we want so many things in our life that's bad for us. Or it's not that even that we want it. It's just that we do it anyway. Um, and we indulge and do unhealthy things. And so that was kind of the inspiration behind the song. And it's a great, a great fun song. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, 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 I love it. And then, of course, your latest roller coaster is so good and a little bit softer, I'd say, but 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 still kind of a similar. Like I, I consider them like sister songs as well. <laughs> because, I like that. Right? They're like sister because they're because it's also in a different way indulging, it seems, but just in like a bad relationship. Yeah. <laughs> true. 
it's, so it's like indulging, but uh, in something that you know is bad. Or I read that actually you started writing it not about your own personal experience, right? It was about somebody else and it kind of morphed. Is that totally. true? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. So we took inspiration from like the people we know that we're having a, who yeah. are coming well, to us. About, uh, yeah. Uh, we know someone in particular that is just very like has issues <laughs> and um they're uh with they one of our friends and, and downs and like they and, and you know you love this person so much but you're like you are not good for me i wish you could just like you know be mature and um you know like pick yourself up a bit because it's like people who are so fun to hang out with when you go out or something or you know hanging out with a bunch they'll of people they'll take you on those highs and, then and you have a great time with the them mm. and then when you're like trying to go through something serious or you're alone with this person and it's like um i don't think we're on the same wavelength sort of thing like you're always on this crazy um almost like high in a way mm-hmm. um and you know it's conflicting because you're like oh i love this person and they're so fun but it's like they're unhealthy and not good for me so that was yeah but they, we have i'm thinking one in particular about that we kind of inspired it from but then we were like this is so this happens this has happened to both of us um so we also drew our own experiences as well <laughs> so i mean i read that you guys um said the same as like romantic relationships and not romantic like friendships um there are definitely are a lot of those people that are more friends that are like this than i do romantic so so true so true (laughs) um i also read that you guys did you start writing this over zoom um yes yes yeah we wrote the whole thing on zoom yeah oh wow how how was that i mean i guess did your first was identity over zoom as well yeah a lot of it was um i think most of it was on zoom Mm -hmm. the only ones that weren't on zoom were the ones before uh covid but the rest were on zoom so we were kind of used to it i guess yeah Uh, that that's kind of like that's kind of like the benefit right that the fact that you kind of started started in the industry during this time so it's like normal (laughs) yeah it's honestly not like a lot of people hate it i I mean i don't mind it because i could just like especially when we write from pe- with people from um, like Denmark or Sweden or Norway um, and it's like 9 a.m. I can uh, just, you know, wake up, yeah. still my PJ. You would never know. Computer, wearing, you know, it's like, I'm you know. wearing PJ pants right now. You yes, that's the best. That's like, that's the, that's the plus of Zoom. Uh, that's so true. Yeah, so, and it's convenient because we get to write with all these people from all over the world. Without we, having to buy a plane ticket to yeah, go. Yeah, so. And, it's there's just, ups and downs. Of course, right. we like doing it in person better, but you know, I think uh, it's not as hard. It's not as difficult as um, I mean, obviously, it's not like as tech scary as it was first going into it. I was like, oh my god, this, how are we gonna do this, this yeah. on Zoom? Right? Did you feel like you had to like be somebody different for a little? Like you were like, hey, nice to meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, no, I, I was like, can I like be my? Yes. Yeah. Like I don't. The even worst know. part is like when you're like. <laughs> It's when you're in person saying bye, it's so much better on Zoom. You're like, okay. You're like, uh, I that was fun. <laughs> We're like the awkwardest people ever. We're yeah. like, oh, okay, but uh, uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I would be literally the exact exact same way to be like, okay, are we good? Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I, I honestly love, love writing on Zoom now. And I um, think over time, 
you know, the world has adjusted to it. Like there's a lot more different programs and stuff that can make it a lot more easier to mm-hmm. do like mm-hmm. audio mm-hmm. movers mm-hmm. and yeah. And all sorts of things. Yeah. That is like, that is the plus of, of zoom. I mean, I even like, I benefit obviously from like this because you guys aren't here now. My, all my interviews used to be live in the studio. So it would just be like artists when they were touring and if they were also available on Tuesday, because this is then I'm live. <laughs> so this, so you're right. It is cool that you guys get to have writers from all over the world and it's convenient for them as well. <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful. It makes me want to cry. <laughs> Aww, yeah, it's true. It, it's like bringing, yeah, it's bringing everyone together. Um, I am really pumped because you guys are going to be performing roller coaster for us. Are you ready to perform now? Sure. Yeah. Awesome. Picking up hobbies, replacing friends every move that you make is like making amends preoccupied with wasting my time won't look my way no matter the cloud i'm sitting in the back of a roller coaster fragments of the sun's are bleeding all over all over incredible thank you. I, I felt like I was just a front row seat at your show so thank you well, thank you 
you. That was so good. And uh, you guys started like immediately. I was not, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Oh. You guys are so good. <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I really honestly, thank, I appreciate that because, I, it's, you know, it's been a long time since I've seen a live show. So. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, speaking of, I actually read that you guys had a, a bunch of virtual performances that you've done. Uh, throughout yeah. the pandemic with like Pride Fest, Rockwood. Um, and then you had your own online show, Late Night Live. Yes, yeah, we did fun. a lot of IG Lives. Except um, everyone was in there. We were talking about this earlier about being in our pajamas. And so we were like inspired to do like a pajama a pajama party. <laughs> That's so smart. That's so smart. A pajama party. Uh, when venues... I know. I was just thinking that. Like, oh, May eighth in Texas. No way. It's the only place that's like kind of open. Yeah, and you guys are from there, right? Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how are you feeling about that? I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, but I'm so nervous. That would be me. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. It's gonna be fun. Though. Though. I'm, I'm excited. It, yeah. It's definitely gonna be so much fun. So when when is it? May fifth, you said. May eighth at the El Arroyo. So, in so Texas listeners, where in Texas is that? Arlington. It's, in Arlington. it's not. There's like two. There's one in Austin and there's one in Arlington, but this one's in Arlington. Gotcha. I'm like so from New England, and so I, I, I like even looked up uh, my friends moving to, uh, I forget where actually, but it was like. <laughs> Yeah, Austin, I think. And I was like, oh, what's the distance difference, the distance between this place and this place? Because I have friends in two different parts of Texas. Like, it was like hours. Yeah, it was like, hours. It, yeah it's crazy. It's like yeah. you could be driving for like 12 hours and not even make it. Yeah, but I, several states in another part of the country. But yes, Texas is absurdly large. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> I looked it up and it was like, do you want plane tickets? I was like, what? Plane tickets? Two oh, it's two, the same state. <laughs> Um, when when places open back up throughout the country, when when you know when it's safe to do so, where would you be most excited to go? Um, uh, we're excited to New York, in LA, I'm, and New York. I'm excited definitely. for New York because I love New York. And so yeah. I, I'm, and I'm. We're also excited because we. There was a time before this started, we were planning on doing like a London trip. Uh, we're also gonna tour head to Nashville's where America. well. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just excited to get on a stage. It doesn't matter where it is. I just, I'll, I'll do it. We'll do right? it. Right, <laughs> exactly. At this point, I'm, yeah, exactly. Um, well, when you guys come to New York, I'm excited to see you. That'll be fun. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, what, uh, I, I want to hear what is coming next. How, what can you tell me? What can we expect? We have a little, uh, we have an EP uh, in the Well, world. we have a single coming out. Hidden. Oh, it's called yeah, Hidden. <laughs> but, yeah, that's like later. Yeah, we, that's we later we're on. in the works of that. But we have a single coming out called Hidden and a music video. Oh, my gosh. It. And um, I really like this song. It's kind of like a it's we wrote it last whole bit ballad so. but it's very um, dark. Yeah, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. We were. Yeah. <laughs> we were like thinking this would be a more Halloween song and then it just turned into like I don't even know, but I really, we both really yeah. like this song. So <laughs> yeah, it's coming soon. I think, I don't know the exact date, but I think sometime in May or um, early June. Yeah. Something like that. We'll keep you posted. <laughs> yes. Well, I can't wait to see. Is this your first music video for this cycle? For this EP? Yeah. For this. Yeah. We um, did. We've only had one music video, which was for Almost True. Mm -hmm. And then the rest, we do like little visualizers for yeah. content. But, yeah. 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 
Oh well, that that I'm excited to hear um, all of your new songs. I'm excited to hear Hidden uh, and a new EP. That's fun. What, can you tell me anything about that? Or <laughs> uh, well, we're still we haven't really like started writing everything yet. We're just kind of coming up with like concepts, the foundation. Um, but we kind of want it to be a little playoff of identity in a way, and like the know. next step of like finding yourself. Yeah, I want it to be like the second Chronicles, you know. So ah, love <laughs> we're that. we're gonna probably play off of that a little bit, but we're still like trying to figure figure out what what we're going for. Yeah, yeah, that but, that that would be great. Um. Also, I heard that you are, this is huge, that you're scoring your first feature film. Yes. Oh God my Save the Queens. We're that, so excited. I cannot wait for that because they just filmed, finished um, production. Um, so now we're in post. And so now we get to start. That's soon. huge. That's like so not casual. That's like so <laughs> huge. It was, it was really, we've already written one song for um, one of the, because the movie's about drag queens and like the inside life of, we wrote a song for the drag queen and that was really fun. That's amazing. That so fun. I mean, we were, she was like, I need you to write a song about this topic. And we were like, oh, uh, <laughs> like a little out of our comfort zone, right. but let's do it. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, but we did it. It's, it was, it was, it really was fun. so much fun. My yeah. da- Our dad was like, are y'all singing that song? I was like, <laughs> No. I was like, yeah. I was like, I felt I, you'll yeah. you'll see it when you see it and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I don't know if you about it yet. But um I'm we're so excited. But yeah, it's 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 coming soon. So do you, do you feel like I mean there must be like a different amount of pressure with that. But when you're writing a song that's not for your own personal EP, your own project, do you feel like you can be like a little bit more like loose and fun? Or are there more parameters? <laughs> Um, I, feel like, I feel like it also depends on who you're working for and with. Like, I I think in this situation, um, I think we have we have a little bit like they tell us what they want sort of thing. And then we do it and, you know, they'll send it back and forth and, you know, have notes. So I feel like in that sense, it's it's not super pressured, I guess. Did I say that right? I don't know. But um, I don't really think like I feel like when we write a song, like if it doesn't work out, it's like whatever. Well, we can write another one. So, like, yeah, I don't. I, we don't really like to put pressure on it because then it kind of like defeats the mm-hmm. purpose of songwriting in my opinion. Yeah, but. it's easy to do it though. Like, especially when you have a deadline. Yeah, because you're stressful. like, oh, I have to finish this right now. And you're like, uh, but it sucks. So we stop ahead of time. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, before I let you guys go, I was wondering, I haven't played this game with the guests in a while, but uh, I thought I'd bring out a, it's called the random question generator. What I'm going to do is oh, I yeah. spin a wheel and it asks a random question. Are you guys down to play? I'm so oh, down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Let me share. Is this like a rapid fire thing? Like, do I just say as fast No, as no, no. You don't have to. No, no pressure. <laughs> I don't want to put that pressure on. All right, I'm going to spin the wheel. Yeah. All right, the first question. If you could be friends with any TV show character, who would it be? I know I know answer. your answer. <laughs> you know, uh, oops. Um, I'm going to think about this. Do I time. answer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mine would be Jamie Frazier from Outlander. Awesome. Because I'm a big Outlander fan. Um, I'm obsessed. I recently started watching Parenthood on Hulu. I just, their family reminds me a lot of our family. It's like just very chaotic and (laughs) 
fun and crazy. Um, so yeah, I, I just like want to go have dinner at their house and hang out. All, all of them? <laughs> yeah. The whole- all of them. They're all friends. <laughs> that is fun. I've actually never seen either of those shows and I'm, I, I'm bad with shows. It's, it's so bad, but that I've been told to watch both. So I know that oh, they're good. Or, or I would say I we recently watched The Boys on um, Amazon. Ooh, I might want to change I'd my I want to hang out with Billy because he's really. Funny. I want to hang out with Butcher. Yeah, Billy Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> he's so funny. He's like so I cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. All right, the next one. All right, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Um. Okay. Uh, you go first. <laughs> okay, I think that's the worst movie I've ever seen was uh, The Room. Have I seen but that's that? like, it was honestly. Oh, it's like really. It's so bad. It's What's really the dark. guy's name that makes it? Um, Is it M. Night Shyamalan or no? No, uh, it's like, okay, so this random guy who just came out of nowhere in Hollywood. Like, have you seen that big billboard that says like, reserve your spot rcp to the room premiere it's like i think it's still there apparently but uh, um i don't know if you saw the disaster artist oh wait this is so funny when i looked up the room by the way the first thing on google i just googled it it says is the room the worst movie ever made <laughs> is literally the first thing it <laughs> it's says so bad. like yeah honestly sometimes i just watch it to like laugh because it's <laughs> bad. um I mean, that's just the first thing that came to my mind, but I've seen a lot of that. Wow. Movies. Yeah, it has 3.7 on IMDb, 23% oh. in Rotten Tomatoes. So you picked a good, popular, bad one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have one? I really, I can't think of one. I, because if a movie is bad, like, I, I find it like still like, funny. Like what was the movie like, that you I'll didn't like that you thought? Like I recently Probably, like, saw The Tenant movies. and I didn't really like it just because the audio was bad. So, what movie? Um, Like scary movies. I'm trying to think of one that was like really bad. I feel like anything after Scary Movie 3, no offense. Oh yeah. Scary Movie people. Like Scary Movie 4 or 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't really like <laughs> Scary Movie 3 was so funny though and Scary Movie 1 and 2. Oh, but, they're so good. And then they just like got like they and then it was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's spin it again. All right. Um, who's your go-to band or artist when you need to listen to something uplifting? Oh, um, Leon. Oh, yes. Um, her music, like, every time I listen to it, I feel like it's very what's the word like he- heavenly mm-hmm. um, totally how do you say it? erythral uh, no not your oh <laughs> <laughs> not that ethereal ethereal oh my god not that ethereal no when i listen to her music I, it feels like very ethereal i feel instantly better anytime i'm i'm down i'm just I it depends on what kind of like uplifting mood I'm trying like if I'm trying to like meditate and calm down. I really like Ginny Co. Mm-hmm. Um oh man, I love Alicia Keys and AJR has like a lot of like good like happy songs. So AJR is totally happy. He's a happy Yeah, they're just like happy, happy times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, I also, AJR when you said that reminded me, I've been listening to Half Alive a lot. They're like another 
don't know if they're brothers, but they're like, it's like a trio of three guys and their music's really cool too. It's yeah. Very I think I've heard Half Alive before. Um, oh yeah, that's funny. AGR's brothers. Um, let's see. Let's do one more. Is that cool with you? Cool. All right. Oh. Oh. Okay. Wow. That was a dramatic last one. Um, <laughs> what what new skill would you like to master? Um, I'm. So I'm actually getting my cert or certification. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> um, to, a lot of word messes. Yeah, I'm really bad at words. Uh, anyways, um, to teach yoga. Ooh. So. Well, that's, that's a, a that's a skill. Itself, but uh, <laughs> um, I've been working on that. So nice, congrats. Thank you. No problem. I guess I'll I'll keep it within the the terms of like music. I I we kind of know. I want to learn how to like master music and do more totally. like engineering and like mixing and stuff. Like we we can both mix stuff, but um, I wouldn't call myself a master by any means. So I would definitely love to delve more into that yeah yeah like photo editing and like graphic design stuff like mm -hmm. that's been very yeah like we do both fun. of us do all of our own graphic design and like editing as far as like and we edit all of our videos and stuff and there's so much you so can do with that, there's a so. lot to learn mm -hmm. like every day there's something new same with producing like there's something new to learn every day that's about. so true it's like it's always you'll every single day you'll find something new to learn yeah. that's, that's <laughs> a skill changed. yeah it's a skill you can never like truly master so that, yeah. that's it. <laughs> well thank you both so much for joining me today i had so much fun i i am so excited to hear hidden and uh and your new ep coming out thank Peace. you thank so, much so much for having, having us. us thank you Hey, if you like what you heard today and you want to hear more interviews from up-and-coming artists, follow our podcast at Pop Rocks Interviews, wherever you get your podcasts. If you're bored and you have a minute, give us a rating on iTunes. Pop Rocks is also a live radio show every Tuesday at 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. You can also check out our website at PopRocksBK.com or follow us on social media at PopRocksBK.